Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about shifting negative self-talk to quiet your anxiety. And I hope that this will be really helpful for you to be able to see another place where you can consciously make a difference when your anxiety talk starts coming up. Negative self-talk or anxiety self-talk can be shifted. It really can be to not only uplift your mood, but it can begin to quiet anxiety's deafening tone. If you've been listening to a negative voice in your mind for a long time, like, I mean, I spent many, many, many years listening to the negative voice over and over again. It can seem natural. It can seem like this is just the way my brain works. This is who I am, how my life is. And you may also be believing all the messages that it sends. Now, there's no need to have to transform every negative thought into a positive thought. That's not what I'm talking about here. That's like a crazy amount of effort. But what we want to do is start to shift more of what we are actually thinking and believing in a way that we get to the base and no longer have this negative incessant voice coming up. We have other things that can pop up, other things that can also be in the mix. And therefore, we can start to pick and choose what we want to think. We're influencing our thinking. We're influencing the way that we are leaning. Are we leaning negative or are we leaning neutral or positive? So again, there's no need to transform every negative thought into a positive one. We can very well shift our mood and quiet our anxiety by paying attention to the content of the thoughts when they come up. We can begin to question and reassess if these thoughts are helpful or even true. Living with negative messages from our thinking day in and day out can lead us to back out of life. We can sit on the sidelines feeling like we have no personal power, no ability to live the way that we choose. Anxiety can make the world appear even more stressful than it already is. Don't we all have enough that we need to sift through, assess, take care of that is challenging, difficult, and maybe fearful? But anxiety makes the world appear even more stressful. So this is why we want to be able to start leaning out of the negative more toward the neutral or the positive side of life. 
If you don't yet believe the power of your negative thoughts, I want you to stop for a moment and think of the ways that anxiety has already fooled you. We all have places where we have believed anxiety and it has been totally not right. One example would be, and I hear this a lot from clients, is when we have to give a public presentation, to talk at work, to stand up in front of a crowd, or even just in front of our colleagues, the anxious mind will conjure up all the possible pitfalls, and it has you not only seeing the potential of those things happening, but that they will happen. It's not even potential. This is going to happen. And not only this, but something worse. The anxious person is sure that they can't do this presentation. They can't lead this meeting and they have to find a way out. They have to find an escape. Now, I don't know if you have experienced this, but it was big in my life. The exit, the escape, the route out was very, very important to me. Along with how could I get help? I actually, when we would travel, I would want to know where is the nearest hospital. Now, pay attention here. I never went to the hospital. I never called 911. Nothing even close to that. But my mind told me, If we were traveling, I had to know where the nearest hospital was, and it was no easy feat. There was certainly no Google back then. All of this in your mind feels like life or death. That's why I was looking for a hospital. That's why I was looking for the exits. That's why people feel like they can't lead this meeting. They have to escape the situation because it's life or death. So of course, there's no sleep the night before. And still thoughts of doom and gloom and how to escape come over and over again. Then the presentation moment arrives and the anxious person somehow takes the leap as the alternative, which is the anxious mind has also blown out of proportion, seems worse than doing the presentation. The presentation ends and it usually matters not how it goes, as we all have some good days and some bad days, and we're even willing to accept that. So we have some good presentations and some not good presentations, but it's over. And death did not come. Death or whatever dreadful scenario your mind or this anxious person's mind conjured up. The point is that the mind lies. The anxious mind lies even more and it will again. So what can we do to shift away from this negative self-talk? Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. And several studies back it up. 
So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So again, what is it that we can do to shift away from this negative self-talk? First off, I want you to remember that this negative self-talk is the mind's way of trying to keep you safe and alive. And this is just scaring you. And it's scaring you because the mind is saying you need help. You have to get out of here. Why? Because you somehow, either through your thinking or through your physical body, are sending messages up to the brain that you are in danger. It could be your breathing. There are so many different things it could be, and I cover that in other shows, so I won't get into that deeply here today. But somehow you are sending messages with either your scary thinking, or your physical body, your heart rate, your breathing is telling your brain that you are in danger. So your amygdala is clicked on and it is concerned for your ultimate safety. And that is why it is telling you all these things like get out of here. You know, you have to, that sense of urgency to, to find safety or help or that you can't do a particular thing because that is the danger. We make up the story, right? The mind has to try to connect all the dots. What your job is, is to connect your brain to the idea that you are already safe, that giving the presentation or whatever it is that is causing your distress, this is just a challenge. It's important to do well. Yes, very important, perhaps. But it is not life or death. There are no tigers in the room waiting to pounce on you. I know it sounds silly and we bring that kind of metaphor up a lot, but the amygdala sees the presentation as life or death as if there were wild animals in the room. The lizard brain is black or white, life or death, and our lives are lived in the very middle gray areas. So give the negative self-talk some reassuring self-talk. We have to do this ourselves. We have to not be thinking all the time out of the amygdala, that lizard brain, but we have to calm ourselves down just enough that we can bring back online our prefrontal cortex, our executive functioning, our wise mind, and begin to have some reassuring self-talk. So I have some thoughts here. I want to see if you have ever had any of these negative thoughts spin around in your mind. These are kind of things I hear. I wish I could be like that other person. Maybe somebody had to give a presentation the week before and you want to be as cool, calm, and collected as them. Or you could say things like, nothing ever goes my way, so why would this presentation go my way? All I ever do is mess up. 
I'm tired of failing. I have no motivation to do this. No one ever listens to me. They won't hear me anyway. There's no use in even trying. What do I have to offer? Whatever, I'm over it. See if you can shift more toward something like the following when the lizard brain needs to be soothed. I know the things I'm about to say may not be perfectly true right now, but I want you to use your power of imagination to see yourself becoming more and more like these statements rather than the negative ones. I can do anything I want. I can be what I want to be. Life is an opportunity to give and live out my goals and my dreams. I can stand up for what I believe in. I'm seen and heard. I matter. I am confident and successful. Life is working for me. I am strong and powerful. I'm wise. I'm doing better and better every day. Now, I can hear you, (laughs) some of you, and you may be saying, it feels like those statements just aren't true. And I get it. They're not all true. Like, we can't be feeling that all the time. So it may feel like those statements just aren't true. How can I say those things to myself when I don't believe them, you might be saying? Well, the anxiety thinking wasn't true either. And you may have been buying into those thoughts, those negative thoughts for months, years, maybe even decades. You've been spinning those negative thoughts around and around, those thoughts that made your world small and scary. You kept thinking those, and they weren't true, so why not shift a little bit and come over and think some other thoughts? Just see where they land. Experiment with it. Play with it. Use your imagination. You can try on some different thoughts. Find some that fit you and your situation, and get creative maybe making your own. Even simply giving yourself a high five in the mirror in the morning and saying your name, like if I were to do it, I would put the high five and say, Gina, you got this. This is a huge boost to your mind over time. Why stick with only the negative, untrue thoughts? But that's what we do. We think that's okay to think those because they just kind of bubble right up. Well, they're just bubbling right up because your amygdala is frightened. And what happens is the amygdala has frightened you. So it's trying to get you to safety. So it's sensing that there is danger. So the mind has to make a story up to make sense of all of this danger going on, all of these stress hormones raging through your body. So it comes up with all these negative thoughts to get you to safety, go to the hospital, go get out of that meeting room, do whatever it is, just get safe. And then over time, when we do that over and over again, they just become a part of us. Those negative thoughts become habitual. We don't even need to have a big flare of our fear because we're living in it all the time in the juice, that negative juice. It's just, we're swimming in it. So we're always making those negative connections. 
but it doesn't have to be that way. We can begin to tease ourselves back out toward a more neutral or positive way of thinking. So I hope that some of those positive statements, you know, you can come up with your own. There's millions of ways to think about some positive ways to talk to ourselves, but really I'm doing better and better every day. That's a great one. I am strong and powerful. And you know, in many, many ways you are. I am wise. I know you're wise. You're doing things every day that take wisdom to accomplish. Life is working for me. That can feel so relieving. I hope that you will use some of those or the ones I read earlier or make your own. The next thing I want you to make sure that you do is to be respectful that you have felt the fear. It's okay to feel whatever you feel. Feelings do not rule the show either. Feelings are more information. Run this information through your wise mind, through your frontal cortex thinking, not your amygdala lizard brain. For what to do with those feelings? You can ask, is it true? Do I have evidence? We can only ask these questions of our wise mind when we have given it a chance to be online, to be up and running. And so in order to get yourself there when you need to, take three longer, slower exhalations. And when you're exhaling, you release and relax all the muscles that you can sending a calming message momentarily to your mind and body, and then ask again, is it true? Do I have evidence? You can get through these things. If you need more help with your self-talk or keeping your wise mind online, and we all can use a little nudge with that, you could join us in the ACP group coaching program. Just go over to Anxiety Coaches Podcast dot com and everything is there for you. I really want to thank you for being a part of the listening family and for sharing the show as you do with those who need a little bit more peace and calm. And now for today's quote. Have enough courage to trust love one more time and always one more time. And that's from Maya Angelou. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.